Thank you for listening to Fluidry Podcast. It's your hostess with the mostest, D, and I'll be here pushing the envelope just a little bit. But here you'll have chances to win Cash App and other prizes. So please tune in, stay tuned, and interact. Hey, babes. Welcome to official season two of Fluidry Podcast. It's your hostess with the mostest, <laughs> D, because who could it be but me? You feel what I'm saying? But I'm going to just dive right into it. So we'll talk more about what's to come for season two a little bit later. But um, Black people, we got to do better. I think we've either missed the point or we missed the bigger picture or we just feel like God's not working on our time or whatever it is. We just need to stop. Like I, I a hundred percent, 120, 130, 110% respect and stand behind Black Lives Matter. I do because it's true. Like, my black skin matters. My 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 black family matters. Your black family matters. Anything black on this planet matters. Stop killing us. Leave us alone. Let us make our bread and do our thing. You feel what I'm saying? But the more and more I I I guess look into it or open my ears and pay pay a little more closer attention. It seems like no one is really fighting for I don't want to say police brutality because we are fighting against police police brutality and the injustice and stuff. But I feel like the narrative is moving more towards black people being better than other races and black people being first the beginning you feel what i'm saying and even though that stuff you know us being first may be true but why is the argument or the narrative leading there instead of staying focused on, you know, getting justice for all this senseless killing, all these missing bodies. Uh, We really stopped talking about all these missing Black bodies, especially females. What that happened, like, 20, that started like 2015, 2016, like everyone just completely stopped talking about it and jumped on the narrative of, you know, black people are better. And I don't, I'm, this is my page. <laughs> this is, th- this is my podcast. And I know I don't sound like a coon or anything, but if you feel like this is coonery, then you've missed a lot of the points. Like, I've definitely been heavy into the Bible and stuff. And it's a lot of things we're doing is going against what people are trying to portray. A lot of people feel like um, black folks are the chosen quote unquote ones. I do not know if that's true. I don't say I believe it or don't believe it. Like the truth is going to be revealed to everybody, you know, sooner rather than later, it feels like. But Whatever the case may be, we're acting really godly as a collective. 
and it's starting to worry me a little bit. Like, there's nothing wrong with knowing that, you know, we used to be kings and queens and all this stuff. But to not act and move like it is is concerning. It's really concerning. Like, this God-alike movement that I feel like a lot of us are in, but yet not acting godly. Do I want to say it's blasphemy? Blasphemous? Do, do I really want to say that? I don't want to say it, but I kind of want to say it. It, it. It's like one of the first things that popped up. But I'm going to paraphrase the Bible a lot in this um in this episode, but just bear with me. <laughs> bear with me. I'm trying to make it make sense. Just so I can, I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help us. I'm trying to help us move into like a better, a better uh, direction, I guess. But it definitely says, you know, um, paraphrasing again, like what people do to us, we shouldn't do back to them. And what people say about us, we shouldn't, you know, use our words against them either. And that's all I'm seeing. The back and forth is all I'm seeing. If y'all go to season one, I want to say maybe episode one, two, or three. (laughs) I, I I would say stuff along the lines of, hey, Black people as a collective need to start ignoring stuff. Stop putting our money into stuff. And you think you think any Black person listened? Trust me, I wasn't the only podcaster saying this. I wasn't the only person with some type of platform. Even there's people with platforms bigger than mine who were saying this. And nobody fucking listened. Nobody listened. And trust me, the only reason I didn't shop Black is because I didn't have any money to shop. You feel what I'm saying? And we be taxing as black people. Like, you about to hold nobody. I don't mind supporting a business, but when you try and break my bank, are you are you really? Are you really? Are you really affordable? Well, that's a whole nother topic. That's one of the topic. But I was saying, you know, we gotta stop feeding in to the BS. And this is why I kind of feel like BLM is kind of kind of a setup because it's not focusing or teaching us how to outsmart our opponent. You feel what I'm saying? It's pretty much just teaching us how to stomp our feet and complain and come up with solutions but not follow through on the solutions. And we all know this is a solution that will work. This is a solution that will help our whole community of people that look like one another. You feel what I'm saying? A solution that will push us forward not only financially but as a quote, village, unquote. You feel what I'm saying? Like, stop spending your time. Stop spending your time going back and forth with these people who do not give a fuck about your life, for one. Like, I am seeing people in full-blown debates. Full-blown debates. Let me give you an example. I was on Facebook the other day. I'm, I'm going to finish this topic. Uh, uh, f- like going back and forth, full-blown debates, physically fighting each other. Uh, like, it's weird. It's really freaking weird how we're so quick to retaliate 
And um, mind you, the only time we didn't really retaliate is when um, the Black Wall Street was booming. It's when the Black Wall Street was booming, and they and they literally bombed us out of Black Wall Street. But this protesting shit now, then come on, bro. A couple of arrests. Uh, I mean, like rest in peace to the few who probably died during the protest. I'm I'm sorry, I don't know anybody's names or anything like that, but definitely rest in peace. But those numbers compared to the bombings of Black Wall Street. White people are literally saying, yes, go ahead, continue to march. Because guess what? You guys aren't going to have the common sense or the common decency to try to actually have your own money circulating in your own fucking community. You guys aren't that smart to actually do it. <laughs> because we have propaganda, i.e. social media, TV, radio, consistent ads popping up to keep you circulating your money into white pockets, Asian pockets, Hispanic pockets, pockets that will never benefit you in any way, shape, or form. I hate to say it, but yeah, like that's literally what they do because they know that one, the one time we bombed all y'all motherfuckers, you will never do it again because you're scared. And I would hate to say lazy, but we 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 as or them as white people pin us together so bad that you won't even buy from a black owned business. That that's how that's how confident that's how confident white people are in black people to not help the next black person. That's how confident they are in our in our ability to not help each other because because of a bombing. I'm not saying not to be afraid of what you know these white people can do to us, but are we going to continue to be afraid of what our own success can do for us now and do for our kids and do for our kids kids? Imagine our kids seeing us or every last one of us build up a kingdom inside of a nation that hates us. You feel what I'm saying? Like, like imagine, imagine if black people as a collective really stopped and was like, yeah, all right, we're not going to spend our money on this. We're not going to feed into into these Karens and Kyles of the world. We're just not going to feed into it. Talk your shit. Because at the end of the day, that's all they can do. And that's all they have to do to get a, a, a rouse out of us Black people. And we fall for it every time. Every time. Every time. I don't know if anybody knows. Um, there's a There's a Black Panther chapter I'm going to get all the information for um, the next the next episode. I have it deep, deep in my phone, <laughs> deep in my phone. But there's like a whole Black Panther um, chapter opening up and they're opening up in a lot of a lot of states. Hopefully there's one in each state by like the end of this year, the end of next year. That would be really nice. I would love to join one. 
But the stuff that it focuses on makes me feel like we are slowly moving in the direction of, okay, look, these white people are going to do what the fuck they're going to do. How are we going to help us? How are we going to help the community? How are we going to get away from us just sitting around going back and forth with these people in power when they're not going to listen to us because we're not on their agenda because we're not the agenda. We're not a part of it. So what can we do? And it it was beautiful that that man was speaking about re-educating, getting communities together. It, It was just refreshing hearing someone actually like, yeah, like, Let's move forward. (laughs) Let's move forward. Sitting here, going back and forth with white people who don't care about our issues isn't getting us anywhere. It would never get us anywhere. It's just going to continue to get us shot down in the streets. It's going to continue to get our political leaders, if we even get any this lifetime, (laughs) are are just going to get shot down on balconies or in churches and and stuff like that. (laughs) Um, Rest in peace, Martin Luther King. Because that was unnecessary. Um, You feel what I'm saying? Like, sitting here protesting, marching in the streets isn't going to do anything but get other other movements uh, 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 rights that they wanted, i.e. We're not even going to get into that. We're not going to get into that because I'm going to hurt some feelings. I'm going to hurt some feelings, baby. But there's going to be legislations for other movements and other rights pushed pushed forth before anything that has to do with black lives. (laughs) So that's all that marching does. It does nothing for black people, but it definitely helps other people of color and their movements. It definitely helps them sitting around, not doing nothing adds to the problem. So I guess we have to go back to the one thing we haven't repeated yet. Or the two things we really haven't repeated yet, Black Panther Party and Black Wall Street. Those those are the two things that really moved us as a whole forward. We we would still be thousands, 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 thousands of, of decades behind if we really didn't have Black Wall Street or the Black Panther. <laughs> We would still be decades behind if we didn't have that. But yet, no, people are so worried about starting their own personal business, taxing, <laughs> taxing motherfuckers just to pay their rent so they can have a little bit of disposable money to be butt naked in Miami and sick. Child, I'd rather you be taxing me because I know for a fact that you're building a community for your people. Then and only then am I paying $100 for a sweater that I could have made myself. The fuck? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, black people as a whole, we have to do better. We just have to do better. It's unnecessary and it's unacceptable to really be sitting here asked out, making fun of other people who are asked out and don't know what to do, but you're sitting here racking up money and not helping the fellow person next to you. That is ugly. That is ugly. And it's like, and it's like as black people, we sit here and turn our noses up to white people that do this, yet we do it to our own community. At least white people have the common sense to do it to everybody. 
and then get their family on. At least they do that. It is something about Black people that is just strictly self-serving. Self-serving. Let me say it again. Self-serving and God-like, yet don't know what selfless means and and, and couldn't truly walk in a God-like fashion if they wanted to. This is why, like, sometimes, like, I be looking at black people like, uh, bro, we got to do better. I got to do better. But one person doing better doesn't help if that one person doing better doesn't speak up and say something. I'm I'm tired of being a part of the black community where we got to be hush-hush about everything, but then go outside with our best face on. Nah, bro, we are fucked up individuals, and as a collective, we're terrible. Terrible. Yeah, I said it. We can do a whole lot fucking better. We just choose not to because we're oppressed. I cannot believe we are sitting here in 2021 using oppression as an excuse not to help the person next to us, whether they're black, white, or indifferent. We want to be godly. We want to be the chosen people so freaking bad. We want to be the chosen so bad, but can't move in godly manners. It pisses me off. Like, Like, I I be in the mirror like, bruh, if I'm going to be a shitty person, I don't want to be black and shitty. But look at me, black and shitty, bruh. What can I do? to be better. I don't have the money for anything, but as an individual, I can continue to give the last that I have to other people. If it brings them happiness, if it helps them get a step further to being better in life, then here I have my last. But it's me looking at Black people with money continuing to be selfish. Continuing to be selfish, thinking that they're helping somebody. There is no, there is no way, there is no way you're breaking generational curses in your family, especially as a black person, and not making sure your family is on. That does not make sense to me. And once that's your, fa- and once your family is on, are you teaching those family members how to get their family on because they have family that's not connected to you? Like. It's, it's weird. It's weird. The Bible says he who, paraphrasing again, because I don't have it in front of me and I don't have the verse open in front of me, which I should, but like he who puts people in captivity will then be in captivity. And black people are sitting here fake woke, not knowing that they're keeping themselves trapped by keeping their brother and their sister next to them trapped as well. How, like, come on, like, how are you going to get out of captivity if you're going to keep yourself in captivity? The like, I just feel like black people. <laughs> We're not even about to go deep, deep into that. I just feel like as black people, like we we have to do better, which I've been saying this whole, you know, episode and stuff. But it just hits different knowing exactly how 
we can do better and be different and 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 have a better walk with ourselves and the people next to us even if we don't like them even if we don't hate them like there was something there was something in those in the words of our ancestors our grandparents our great grandparents and stuff like you don't have to react to everything we know white people are low key evil bruh <laughs> it is what it is it is what it is. We know people are gonna gonna shoot us. We know people are going to um do heinous things to like we know, and yet we sit here and we get surprised, we get riled up about it just so we can be distracted about it. And can can the narrative change to how are we gonna outsmart these people? How are we gonna finesse these people and how are we gonna stick to it? Because I'm tired of having the same the same conversations with the same 20 people, the same 20 black people, the same 30, 50 black people. And it's like, yeah, but like 50 compared to billions and billions and billions, like shit's not about to go nowhere. So when are black people really going to buckle down and do the stuff we say we're going to do? Like we really have to like trust what was I saying the last couple episodes? Trust people to do what the fuck they going to do. Trust people to do what the fuck they going to do. But are you going to be a part of the people that's going to change and break cycles? Change and break cycles. Sometimes generational curses are not within your household. How many times are we going to sit here and repeat history before something changes before something sparks a change, hopefully, hopefully this episode hits the right ears and sparks a change within the right amount of people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm literally sitting here watching history repeat itself through different through different stories and outcomes. Like, this is ridiculous, bruh. It's ridiculous. And as black people, if we feel like we're the first in X, Y, and Z, let's be the first in this type of change. Let's be the first to change history. The course of history is what I'm trying to say. Let's be the first to change the course of history. Just because something is set to flow in a certain way doesn't mean that course can't be changed does not mean that course cannot be changed and if we're the first and we're quote unquote so much better than everybody and we're on this higher pedestal and we're gods and goddesses as they say we're gonna have to start acting like it and stop trying to preach to the masses or who they think are the masses for change because we know they're not gonna give it to us (laughs) Hello. Uh, hello. But yeah, I just oh, I just had to get that off. Oh, and what I was about to say, like, um, when I say <laughs> one o'clock, trust people to be how they are. Oh my goodness, I was on Facebook the other day, or yeah, I was on Facebook the other day, and you know, someone <laughs> shout out, shout out George. She be on the next, bruh. <laughs> 
and, and shop and shop with my girl Jewel. She got the press on nails. Uh, she got the waist beads because it's about to be a hot girl summer. It's about to be a hot girl summer. Respectfully, put them beads on your waist. Um, and I know anybody who listens to this podcast has to smoke the gas. She got the little holders. So just like hit me up in the inbox and I'll definitely link y'all and send y'all that way. Um, but yeah, she be on motherfuckers next, especially when it comes to race. Like she really don't be playing about, um, you know, black people. Cause you know what's going on. Like, <laughs> I mean, she really don't be playing about black people. So like she, uh, shared like an old memory or whatever. And it was like, it was like somebody was just talking they shit. And it's like, okay, cool. Believe somebody going to talk they shit. Believe them. They'll do it again and again and again and again and again. But the thing was, for me, the person who jumped in and added a joke to it, so, it was it was like a KFC fried chicken joke. And what I don't do is stereotypical jokes, especially if they're not funny. If you're going to if you gonna joke... If you're going to do a stereotypical joke, baby, let that motherfucker hit. You feel what I'm saying? Let that joint be funny. Have me on my ass. Don't don't have me sitting here like, nah, you just wanted a chance to be racist. And you just wanted, you wanted a Me Too moment. And that's what this person did when they commented that joke was they tried to get their little 15 Me Too moment. And it backfired. It backfired. So now it just pushes the narrative further that... Black people really may be the race that's out here on their own. How do we, how do we, how do we work together? Well, like I said, for one, start ignoring these people. Um, (laughs) Start ignoring these people. Start ignoring these people like, dang, okay, you made your joke, but like, I can't do nothing about it. Like, there was no reason, speaking on my behalf, not Jules' behalf, there was no reason for me to comment and feel some type of way. But it was like, no, nah, I had to because, like, that, that was my man's at one point. Like, he was really cool. Like, this was my man's. Like, no, nah, I couldn't have been you. You feel what I'm saying? And I would say this, I would say that to say this, during this whole Black people need to do better. When I say better, I think now it's more so black people just need to shut the fuck up and be quiet for 15 seconds. 15. <laughs> 15 seconds. Because you'll you'll really hear and people and things will be revealed in due time if we will stop rushing to the to the fact to defend something rushing to the fact to you feel what I'm saying like defend something like there's there there's no purpose there's no purpose let me tell you how white people know they've done wrong in this world they keep making fucking movies about slavery and it's not to glorify slavery it's cuz they know they're dead fucking wrong and there's no reason why black people need to sit here and continue to remind white people of what they did Y'all know what y'all did because y'all be pressed to dress up and reenact that stuff on the movie screens. Y'all know what y'all did is wrong. You can always tell that they know any story that you hear about slavery, 
any story that you hear about slavery, no matter if it's black, no matter um, even in like the Pocahontas stories, anything like that, like listen to what's being glamorized. Like just pay attention because that's the worst thing that happened in in history in society. Any oh, just white white people have a weird way of showing their asses. Other races, other than whatever the fuck, have funny ways of showing their asses in their true colors. And it's just like, dang, if I didn't even comment on that post, if I didn't see that post, would I have seen someone's real true colors? Probably. I just probably wouldn't have seen it that fast. And there was a reason why I saw it. And it was like, so everyone commented on, you know, the uh, the new old posts, I like to call them. <laughs> the new old post or whatever, when you share like a little memory or whatever. Everybody was commenting on it. And mind you, mind you, nobody was calling that man racist, nothing. He started to point a finger at everybody saying that everybody who commented on it was calling him racist. Baby, ain't nobody said not nothing about racist. But I know one thing, a hit dog gonna holler. So black people do better and just stop talking. <laughs> Start ignoring these people. Imagine how many Karens. Do you want to see America go up in flames? Like, like, do you want to see it fall apart? Like, what without the stars having to fall from the sky and having to be corrected for our wrongness? Do you really want to know how to really change the government? Ignore these motherfuckers, bruh. <laughs> save your money. Ignore them. Like, literally, save your money and ignore these people. You know how many Karens of the world will go away? Do you know how many unsolicited apologies you will start to get a day? Just just unsolicited. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Do you know how many prices would drop around here? Do you know how fast... And, and, and how drastic the government would change if black people all together just stop talking, start ignoring, and stop spending their money. Y'all want to see change be the change. If we want to see a difference, we have to be the difference. Stop walking. We have to stop walking around here acting like our shit don't stink because it's getting funky around this motherfucker. It, it really is. It really is. It is one thing to know that is it's one thing to know that you may have you we may be the chosen one, but it's another thing to act like it. No, like we don't want to act like it. And that's a problem. <laughs> yes, it's an it's an even bigger problem when we have X, Y, and Z happening to us. But to me, it's an even bigger problem going to bed knowing, like, I I fed into it. I gave them what they wanted. They won. At the end of the day, they got me out of character. At the end of the day, they got my money. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you're all, like, as Black people, you're going to feel bad about your own actions, your own retaliation, even if it was out of good intentions. You're always going to feel bad about your actions. You want to know why? Because like I said, like I will always say, I will die on this hill. White people going to do what the fuck white people going to do. 
<laughs> we get tested every day by different people with the same intentions to get you out of character. That's it. <laughs> That's it. So it's like, as black people, what we gonna do? Like, we gonna keep falling for the same trap. We gonna keep falling for the same mistake. We gonna keep doing this, that, and the third. Or we gonna change the course of the path, the history. We don't have to keep walking down the same path that our ancestors created, that our forefathers, whoever those may be for black people, <laughs> created. Like, we can literally make our own path. We just don't want to put the work in. Sitting here trying to make something work through the same, <laughs> trying to trying to get a different outcome, doing the same shit is insanity. And this is why black people will stay in captivity. Because we trying to get a different outcome doing the same shit. When we already know what the other outcome is, And we can just start working that path. Anything other than what we're doing now would just be a step forward, really. But I really didn't want... I, I I didn't want this to get deep and dark real quick. Not on episode one of season two. That don't make sense. But there should be some new intro and outro music coming soon. Some new cover art. Um... Shit, which I want to see on here. Uh, there's definitely gonna be like a little confessions segment. Um, I'm also thinking about doing. No, that would be stupid. I should just do a vlog for that. So scratch, scratch what I was about to say. But yes, there will be like a confessionals, and I will just make those bonus episodes for y'all. So if y'all just want to send me like wacky or funny or deep, I don't care. Confessions, go ahead. That's perfectly fine we're gonna have a really 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 fun season two very much interactive i would love to get some guests on here so if you would love to be a guest on the show let me know i would definitely try to throw some guests at y'all um weird but i guess a lot of y'all like really do be paying attention when i talk so like if you really 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 <laughs> really really want me and my husband Anthony to do some episodes together let me know he's really intelligent he's really articulate so the conversations won't be dull um yeah so if y'all want want us to have like a little family podcast or certain episodes to be family based we can you can get some male opinions from him um and some music lessons because he plays guitar and bass. <laughs> um, and then a lot of you really want to see more of Aurora. So I'll post pictures of her, like maybe on fluidtree.podcast Instagram. You can definitely hear her talking in some of the episodes or some of the future episodes. I'll definitely have her like in the background talking her little baby schmack because she, she be rapping. And I just be like, bro, you kind of, you doing too much. You, you kind of talking, bro. And this is my show. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> but yeah, like, 
anything else um definitely you guys can continue to send like dms of topics that you want to hear i know you some of you uh, lovely ladies want me to get a little more personal with my life since the whole sexual assault um healing from sexual assault young which i can do i just how personal are we talking i don't mind getting like really open and honest with you guys but like how personal are we talking? I definitely got good reviews on the relationship topics we had. So we can have more of those as well. I'm not tripping about that. But yes, thank you for tuning in to episode one of season two of Fluidry Podcast with your hostess with the most is D. Um, I really appreciate I really appreciate you guys like tuning in and listening. This is really fun for me. I hope it's as fun for you all. I did not mean to make this episode that long. So if you made it this far, give yourself a pat on the back. It is given loyalty. Ever heard of it? Because obviously y'all have. Um. But yes, um, episode two should be up really soon. We're going to be discussing um, interracially dating and a lot of things about interracial dating. I am not getting from my personal experiences, but from people that I know who are close to me and who definitely thinks that there are certain things a lot of people should know before jumping into a committed interracial relationship. Um, so that should be really fun. <laughs> but again, like I haven't had a lot of experience with um, interracial dating. Like I had like one Hispanic boyfriend and that's it. Everyone else has been blackity black, black, black. And I love it. I love, I love me some, some black peen. You feel what I'm saying? But yeah, see y'all for episode two, season two, uh, Fluidry Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I love y'all. Bye.